Welcome to the 30 Pause Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Clark. On this podcast, myself and a few guests along the way are here to help you navigate what it's really like riding the roller coaster of emotions through that third decade of life. We're here to laugh at ourselves, live our truth, to inform, be fabulous, darlings. So thank you for joining and hop on the roller coaster of emotions and be sure to hold on to your nipples because we're about to enter 30 Pause. <laughs> just like on the beach one day and I was just like so intrigued and I was Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh that's amazing and all those books actually back there are from her so those big ones Ah, those big on the floor yeah Mm -hmm. I have a few of those yeah so I've had that book my mom's sister my aunt Heidi she just really got me into it and I'm actually gonna see her in a couple weeks which I'm pretty excited yeah and um yeah, she, that book, it's literally falling apart. Like, the binding this is one. coming off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've had it since I was, like, 16. Yeah. That's and awesome. I'm sure it's way older because her friend gave it to her. Aww. So it was kind of like a pass down, like, oh, yeah. you like astrology? Have this. Yeah. And it's literally everybody's birthday. So yes. it's your exact yes. birthday. Yes. And is it is it the one that has, like, your special little, like, trinkets and, like, your yes. planet and, like, yeah. your tarot and also, card? Yeah. And, and then that. it yeah. has other birth dates that you're going to have love and friendship in, that mm-hmm. you, that may challenge you, that, like, all of those things. So. I think I have that one. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. an oldie but a goodie. Yes. I feel like it's a great book to introduce astrology to because it puts it more in layman's terms and yeah. you're able to kind of understand because when people start to get to talking in, like, houses and all that stuff, I oh, think yeah. I think it's the common person who's not familiar, they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing is, is that astrology is a language. Yes. And it's not like a belief system as in like a religion. And I think yes. that's a huge misconception. Yes. Yeah. I, it always gets me up to like, well, I don't believe in it. I'm like, okay, well, it's not like, it's not like you're, it's not like a, an entity or like yes. something higher. I'm not like worshiping anything. Yeah. I'm not like worshiping anyone or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's literally, it is like, it's a, I know it's a pseudoscience because it can't be truly proven mm-hmm. but it's still science and it's math like there's a lot of math in it when you said like the houses like mm-hmm. each house is 29 technically 30 degrees like you know zero to 29 and mm-hmm. then like you know of a full circle yeah there's 12 houses and all of it so it's just yeah it's a lot more than just oh I you know people will be like oh I'm a tourist that doesn't match me and it's like okay yeah and a Let's lot of times, like dig more into y- your birth chart. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you, like you said, mm-hmm. you're a Capricorn, but you have a ton of fire. Mm-hmm. So Tons. it's like you don't present as a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So how did you get like started, and then how did you get like certified, and how did that? How well, did I'm that not even... certified. Okay. Technically, and I've always like gone back and forth if I should get a certification. Okay. And I certifications, I'm going to be very honest with you. That's all very new to me and I'm kind of mm-hmm. thinking to myself, well, I don't think you got to be certified to be <laughs> like to me I'm like I feel like that's kind of 
stretching it a bit, but I mean, I think teach it's their own. great. So I, I started dabbling in astrology when I was about 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. Probably, okay, honestly, probably even when I was younger, because I always remember at the checkouts at Scott's, which is now Kroger, Scott's. they would have the mini books that yeah. would be like all the different zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. And I would always ask my mom, I would always be like, what am I again? Like, what's mine again? Like, I never, you know, I was Couldn't a little remember, kid. Yeah. And she would always like tell me, and then she would always be like, well, it doesn't count until you're an adult. It doesn't count until you're older. And I would always get so like mad that I was like being told that I like couldn't read this book to learn about myself because I wasn't an adult yet. Mm. Um, so it like made me want it more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Understandable. Yes. Um, and then my mom always gets the Farmer's Almanac. Okay. And yeah. there is an astrology section in yes. the Farmer's Almanac. Yeah. And I would always read it and study it. Like I would study the like 10 pages of it. And it would talk about like that's when I learned um, like different parts of the body are ruled by different signs mm-hmm. and all of that and I would read about like all of the planets and like what's going to happen for the year mm-hmm. without really realizing what I was reading or doing mm-hmm. but I would say about like 12 or 13 is really when I was like really getting into it and my best friend and I we used to get dropped off at Barnes and Noble mm-hmm. in the mall mm-hmm. and get our frappuccinos and read for hours yeah read the astrology books for like and it was so much fun Mm -hmm. and um I don't I just have always been like I'm self-taught like I've always listened to podcasts now you know I listen Mm -hmm. to podcasts YouTube but even before it was all books I I have so many different books like my freshman year of college my roommate who is still one of my best friends she got me an astrology book about like Oh, if you have, like, a Pisces boss or, like, mm-hmm. a Virgo roommate or, like, mm. all of this type of stuff. And, like, I studied that. Yeah. Without, and it was just, like, it, and when I say study, I just, like, I was so obsessed with it that I wanted to read it and yes. learn more about yeah. it. So. Those are, I think astrology books were my, like, after I got over, I was in a novel phase, I think, when I was, like, in fourth and fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I loved reading novels, like, yeah. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, like, um, all of them. Yeah. And then I kind of, like, left reading, and I didn't like it. You know, you go through phases mm-hmm. and puberty and all of that, and it was too cool or whatever. Yeah. The only books that I really enjoyed reading from the, the time I was probably, like, 12 to 18 were only astrology books. Yeah. And so, besides a few novels in high school that really, like, were a game changer for me, mm-hmm. other than that, like, I wasn't a big reader. I wasn't recreationally reading, and the only thing I was were magazines and astrology books. Yes, magazines. Yeah. And, like, Teen Vogue. Even magazines started yes. to have, a, you know, astrology <laughs> yes. in it, too. And then you're like, ooh, what's my sign? Yes, what's this? yes, yeah. Um, I would always... The paper, the Sunday paper oh, yep, would always yep. have it, too. Yeah. The Farmer's Almanac, I think that really speaks to just, like, our region where yes. we grew up and, like, yeah. why that's so prevalent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember my grandfather, you know, getting the Farmer's Almanac. My mother gets it every single year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just things that we have done... I think as a Midwest, you know, culture yes. that, you know, it's farm's own neck. It's going to predict how much rain we're going to get. Yeah. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, right. Okay, cool. And then, you know, I remember my mom saying, you know, they've got astrology in here. And then mm-hmm. that's when I started picking up, yeah. you know, more interest in a farmer's almanac mm-hmm. and what that means. So I just love it. I think that I like how astrology has gotten 
more popular because mm-hmm. more people are interested in it and yes. learning about it and I love that but then at the same time <laughs> it gets really on my nerves because people yes. are like are starting to just throw it out there like like um like almost like buzzwords right yes. like oh I'm a I'm a Pisces rising and I that's why I'm so emotional I'm like you don't know shit about shit and yes. I think what's happening is that you're taking that language you're taking something and you're kind of just like projecting in a in a, in a more like slang use way yeah. rather than a like there's there's reasonings there's so much reasoning and yes. um a language that you can just truly translate over and over and over again especially at different stages in your life oh, too yeah you know and and yes it, absolutely like I have a very much love hate relationship with how popular mm-hmm. astrology is becoming yeah just because like I I do have like I'm a Capricorn stellium <laughs> so like I do have a complex of I know it mm-hmm. I know it all type of thing but I also am a Pisces Sun and Moon where I'm like no I don't know it all yeah but. <laughs> I get really, like, upset when people will, like, and, again, I don't know it all, but, like, the people who are newly being introduced with it will mm-hmm. straight up argue with me. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, no, actually, this is this and this is this. I'm like, well, if that's how you feel and that's how it plays for you, great, but that's actually not why that's happening. Yeah, inaccurate. That's not, okay. Or they use it as an excuse, which is like a whole, you know, thing where people are like, oh, it's I'm an a- excuse on their behavior? Yes. Yeah, and that's I, that's the biggest thing that yes. really triggers me. It's it like, that is not crazy. an excuse for your poor behavior. No, because, and I was just having a conversation before I came here with someone how I was saying, me learning astrology and learning people's birth charts has helped me immensely with interpersonal skills and communication. One thousand percent. It has helped me become a better read of people. Yes, and like, mm-hmm. it helps me tolerate people better. Correct. Yeah. But I also still hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. I might mm-hmm. be like, okay, there's, you know, I have someone in my life who is a Leo stellium, mm-hmm. and it makes me crazy sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? She's a Leo stellium. It's fine. Yeah. But then at other times I'm like, but I also need to hold her accountable. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know. I think that obviously is going to be very, like, that it's going to vary per the situation and the context yes, and things yes. like that. In but your relationship with that person. Of course. Of, of course. But there is, um, I say, maybe some grace that we are, we are able yes. to give to others that yep. maybe others don't see or realize mm-hmm. because of. The language and the knowledge that we know. Yes. So I'm just really glad you decided to do this with me. Yes. And you're the one that threw it out there, which I just <laughs> freaking love. And it was because of me discovering, or there was that meme that that you shared. Es- yeah. That I shared. Essentially, you just said, if your Mercury and your Sun are the same sign, you mm-hmm. talk a lot. Yes. And you're gonna share your perspective and share like your information and your education and your kind of view yeah which I do I do talk a lot but I don't talk a lot I talk a lot obviously duh I have a podcast like I have the (laughs) gift of gab I can talk but like when I'm ready to shut off I'm actually really ready to be like off too so it's interesting I'm really excited that you're gonna read my birth chart I'm familiar with it but I always love other people reading my birth chart because Mm -hmm. I also kind of get a different take on things, and nuance to me is so important. So. Oh, 
Yeah, no, even as a person who I obviously can read my own chart, I love hearing other people's perspective. Yeah. Because they're viewing it through a different lens than I Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, So, do you want me to just start, do you want me to cover, like, the astrology basics? Yeah, I want you to So when I start spewing all of this stuff, people aren't like, okay, she lost me. Absolutely. Give it to us. Give us the basics. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown. So there are 12 signs. Mm -hmm. Um, Out of the 12 signs, there are uh, four elements. Wow, I blinked. So there are four (laughs) elements. There is water, there is earth, there is fire, and there is air. Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes it's believed that fire and air get along better while earth and water get along better. Um, earth and water are supposed to be the more grounded, sensitive people, whereas fire and air are going to be the more charismatic, talkative, outgoing, you know, fiery, quote, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes what we're told when people are like, well, I'm, you know, the like, most people only know their sun sign. Correct, yeah. And your sun sign is your ego. So your sun sign, I view, like, maybe third importance out of all of them. Um, So there's, like, a lot of of buzz around your big three. Mm -hmm. And it's important. So your big three is going to be your sun, your moon, and your rising. Um, So a birth chart is pretty much a snapshot of the universe, of the sky, Mm -hmm. the moment you took your first breath. Um, So your rising is what was on the horizon. And what was coming up, and oftentimes, that to me is your most important placement, is your Mm -hmm. rising. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people will say it's with the mask you wear. I don't believe it's a mask. It's how you view the world. Like, it's your lens of perceiving the world is your rising sign. Your rising sign is also your physical appearance. Mm. Oftentimes, um, like, for example, you are Leo rising. You have beautiful, thick, luscious hair. Like, that is a Leo rising thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's easy to identify. Okay, people are like, okay, like, rising is, like, how I present, but also how I perceive and what I look like oftentimes. And then your sun is your ego, and then your moon is your emotions. And also, like, who you are when you're alone. Like, your innermost thoughts. When you're alone in your apartment doing your thing, that is your moon coming out. And that's sometimes, like, uh, not shown as easily, too, um, Mm. for some people. So that's, like, the big three is, like, where the sun was, obviously, which is, like, your ego and how you live. And then your moon, which is your emotions, and then your rising. Um, And then if you want to expand it even more to your big six, then it covers your Mercury, your Venus, and your Mars. So your Mercury is how you think um, and how you communicate. So how you take in information, your logic, and all of that. Um, your Venus is how you love, but also like how you want to be romantic, like romanticized. Like mm-hmm. how do you receive love? How do you show love? Um, and then Mars is how you fuck and how you fight. Yeah. And your passion. <laughs> I always say, Mars is fucker fight. Yes. That's literally yep. your Mars. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times people will think Venus is like mm-hmm. the sexual part of your chart where it's actually Mars. So that's kind of the main six. I just 
covered the big six because those are called personal planets. Okay. The other ones, like Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, those are the outer planets. They take a few years to pass. Those are more generational. Okay. Oh, and I didn't add Saturn, um, which I can talk about Saturn a little bit. Honestly, I should talk about it more because your podcast is called 30 Paws, which is literally Saturn Return. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So, yeah, let's yeah. talk about my Saturn yeah. Return, shall yes. we? <laughs> yeah. Um, your Saturn is in Sagittarius. Um, so a Saturn Return, for people who don't know, happens every about 28 to 30 years. Um, so it's just how long it takes Saturn to move around the sun. Mm-hmm. So... The reason why a sun sign changes every 28 to 30 days is, like, the months, you know, Mm -hmm. the earth going around, uh, rotating, well, I guess, and then the moon changes every two and a half days. Okay. And then we have a full moon and a new moon twice Mm -hmm. a month. So those are going to be the fastest ones. Mercury will be the third fastest. So your Mercury will always be the sign before your sun the same sign as your sun or the one after because mercury moves about the same speed as earth does got it yes that makes sense that makes sense why my sun and my mercury are the same yes yes yeah Ah, so you will never find in the chart of someone having a mercury that's like two or three or four or five away from their sun it will always be very close to the sun yeah got it okay um but for saturn it takes 12 years to, um, sorry, no, it doesn't. 12, 12 months. thinking of Jupiter. Oh, okay. Getting my planets. Oh, you're up. good. So, Saturn takes 28 to 30 years, um, to fully cycle through the whole zodiac. Okay. So, it's about three and a half to four years it changes placements. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, my Saturn is in Capricorn. Okay. Because I was born, like, three years after you. Mm-hmm. So, you're Sagittarius, Capricorn's right after that. Um, so oftentimes when someone has their first Saturn return, it's between the ages of 28 and 30 and Saturn is daddy energy. Saturn is like, what the fuck are you doing Mm -hmm. with your life? What, Mm -hmm. what track are we on? Mm -hmm. Um, oftentimes that's when people are, yeah, entering their thirties. They're kind of getting their shit together, kind of realizing, okay, this is what I do want to be doing. This is what I don't want to be doing and kind of really learning their new path of either shedding the old and what they've been doing isn't it or on to the next yeah um and there's a lot of like I don't think there are any bad things in astrology like a lot of people are I feel like there's a lot of like fear-mongering around like your Saturn return and it's like I don't know in my head I'm like it's a it's always a good experience to have something challenging happen as far as like that type of thing like Mm -hmm you're being like challenged to rethink and look at yourself and are you really happy in what you're doing right so when I had my Saturn return I went back to school for massage therapy yeah like I was a social worker I was doing social work and I was like this ain't it Mm -hmm. so and I would and it's funny because I knew about it like you know I knew about Saturn returns but in the moment I wasn't even thinking oh I'm having my Saturn return I'm just gonna switch yeah. my career path yeah it was a very natural like oh I'm liking what I'm doing but I'm not loving it and I need something more mm-hmm. and like I think you probably just ended yours when you moved back here yeah and just kind of yeah reestablished yourself a little bit yeah and I also just feel that 
after my major, you know, kind of Saturn return and the start of 30 Pods, my whole idea of it was just simply, like, knowing that this is, like, new life, new ground. Mm-hmm. Not new life. Obviously, I'm the same person. Yeah. But a new cycle. And so even taking the first five years of my 30s to really establish and figure out my true needs and wants mm-hmm. is still an uphill battle too. Like yeah. I'm, it's still not all figured out. Mm-hmm. I still kind of feel like a five-year-old. Yeah. In a way. Yes. Seriously. No, yeah. I get like, it. I Kind of figuring it. out my personality, establishing, you know, what are deal breakers, understanding, mm-hmm. like, what are my boundaries, and yep. what is going to be an absolutely fuck yes for me, and what's an absolutely not for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fantastic. I'm so glad that you broke down a Saturn return, because <laughs> I think a lot of times... Yeah. People are like, what is that, a No Doubt album? I was yeah. like, yes, it was a great No Doubt album, <laughs> yeah. but let me tell you, yes. um, it's something different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's why I, I love the, yeah, your podcast title is, like, perfect for literally Saturn Return. <laughs> and you are you are a Capricorn, which mm-hmm. is your son, which is ruled by Saturn. Mm-hmm. So, um Fun fact, Saturn and Aquarius both are ruled by, sorry, Capricorn and Aquarius are both ruled by Saturn. Mm -hmm. And if people have Saturn, oftentimes a heavy Saturn placement in their big three or six, those are parts of them that are late bloomers. Uh, I'm a huge late bloomer. I mean, the fact that you just said, I feel like I'm five years old and still trying to figure it out as your ego is, like, ruled by Saturn. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 1,000%. But, you know, I love being a late bloomer. Oh, same. Like, it's really really benefited me in a lot of ways, and I hated it. I hated it for such a long time. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, over the past, like, I would say, like, three or four years, I was like, man, I'm so glad that shit ain't me. Yep. I'm so glad that's not me. Like, that's not where I'm at in my life. Yeah. And you're just more, like, settled in your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even with, like, I mean, you just said it perfectly. Like, just, if I would have done the stuff that I thought I wanted to do when I was younger and, like, lived the, like, I wouldn't be happy, probably. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So, yeah, slow and steady. <laughs> That's me. Yes, yes, for sure. I even wrote that down, slow and steady. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so I talked about your son a little bit being in Capricorn. We talked about Saturn. Um, I want to talk about your rising, okay. being in Leo. Yes. Yes. I love my rising. Like, yes. I stand for Leos. I have the most Leo girlfriends. I think, okay. like, I have probably I would say a solid five like Leo females Mm -hmm. that I know that I like look up to that I appreciate like all of it like Mm -hmm. I'm here for the Leo moment yes always um and I'm looking to see where Leo like it obviously it's in your first uh house so Mm -hmm. that's not obvious so (laughs) so your rising sign will always be your first house. And we're not going to go, like, super in-depth into houses because mm-hmm. that is a lot. That is a lot. It's information overload. Yes. Yeah. So, um, your – but your rising, why I think it's so important is it sets this – it sets up your whole birth chart. 
So mm-hmm. it sets up where all those planets are landing within houses and mm. how they're expressed. So how I look at a, a placement, I look at the house it's in, the sign that it's in. So, okay. Let me see. Your Capricorn is, your sun is in your sixth house. Mm-hmm. So when I look at, I look at the energy of the sun, the planet. Okay. And then I look at the energy of Capricorn. And then it's in the sixth house that's a Virgo energy. Mm. So I combine what I know from what the sun brings, what Capricorns bring, and what Virgos. And that is how your ego is expressed. Interesting. Yes. I didn't know that Virgo was up in there. Yeah. You're, uh, you have detail written all over your chart. <laughs> like detail oriented. Sometimes you might miss the big picture from yeah. being so detail oriented. Yeah. Perfectionism is ha, has held me back so many times. Yeah. I want it to be so perfect. I want, even when I'm editing this po- a podcast, yeah. I'm like, ugh, that transition sucks. Go back. Da, da, da. And even, like, hearing, knowing, like, different technologies and things I could have done, I was like, oh, I should have done that. Like, the perfectionism is a blessing but a serious curse, too. Yeah. 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 And, and with your sun and your mercury both being in your sixth house like mm-hmm. definitely adds that extra perfectionist energy mm-hmm. um but sorry i i digress thank no thank no. you for pointing with, that out with your leo but. rising though with that though people love to say virgos love a schedule virgos love a spreadsheet leos thrive leo placements mm-hmm. thrive on a schedule mm-hmm. they need to know what's going on yeah they and it's just, like, and it's not even in, like, a control way because it's a fixed sign. So there's also modalities. Okay. So <laughs> there are fixed, mm-hmm. mutable, and cardinal. Yeah. So fixed is often handed the word of stubborn, stuck in their ways, my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. Mutable is go with the flow. Heavy mutable um, placements are oftentimes people who... Uh, reflect your energy back to you and they don't like it. Oftentimes, sometimes people think that mutable placements are fake because Mm. they're like, oh, well, they're acting this way with this person. Now they're doing this with this person. It's like, no, they are just good at meeting the energy of... Where you're at. Yeah. Meeting people where they're at. Yes. Mm. Um, Which is your moon. Yeah. Is a mutable placement. I always try to meet people where they're at. Yeah. And that's your emotions. Yeah. And then Cardinal is the leaders of the Zodiac. They're going to be the ones, so, oh my gosh, there's so much information. (laughs) Like, the zodiac starts with Aries. Aries Mm -hmm. is a cardinal sign. Yeah. So if you view it in the way of, okay, they're the ones that, like, start everything up. Mm -hmm. And they have the ideas. And they're the ones who are, like, cardinal signs are the best leaders. And then you have the fixed energy that really stabilizes, okay, this is the plan. So -hmm. then in the Zodiac, it's Aries and then Taurus. Taurus is a fixed sign. Yeah. And then after that, you have Gemini. And Gemini is mutable. Their movement, they're like, okay, let's get it rolling. Mm Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, and then it goes back again. Like the... To cardinal. Yes. To cardinal, fixed, fixed, mutable. mutable. Cardinal, fixed, mutable. I always think of cardinal signs as starting a new season. Yes. They kick and off the new seasons. Yes, yes. So that, time, that was the easiest way for me to remember yeah. it. Yes. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And the mutable, mutables are the last of the season, and they're the ones that help transition into the next. Yeah. So, with you being a Leo rising, it's fixed. You. So, I was telling you this the other day. I love your big three because you have, you have earth, you have mm-hmm. fire, and you have air. Mm-hmm. Great. You have fixed, you have cardinal, you have mutable. So, you have a very good balance of that. She's Earth, Wind, and Fire, babe. Yes, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly, like, literally, yes. Yes. Um, but, yeah, but with your chart starting out with Leo, you're ruled by the sun, so when people say, oh, who's your chart ruler? Your chart ruler is the sun. Mm-hmm. So that's oftentimes who your rising sign is, that's your chart ruler. Okay. So it makes sense that you did theater. Mm-hmm. Like, did performance like Leo's love to put on a show yeah. like that is Leo's specialty uh, you know I you love put on to a razzle show? dazzle a yes yeah <laughs> I do they, do. they <laughs> I love do. to razzle dazzle they yeah. love like being so they're the sister sign of Aquarius Aquarius mm-hmm. is known for being quirky Leo mm-hmm. is like I'll be quirky but also loud and extra along mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. whereas Aquarius is going to be more like quiet like slanky sneaky type mm-hmm. of quirky weird Whereas Leo amplifies it. Yeah. Um, also, there's a um, like a saying or an idea that the reason why people, like Leo placements are, quote, so extra is because they are a dying soul inside mm-hmm. and they don't want to be forgotten. So they need to constantly be, like, be it extra. Headlined. Yes. Yeah. Because they do not want to be forgotten. Because they're a soul that is about to fade out. Oh my god! <laughs> you just blew my mind! Yeah. So that's why, because people, like, in Leo, placements can mm. also be calm and quiet and chill. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's the lion, right? Yeah. Like, it's still a cat. It's still a cat. Like, you can play. Yeah. And be cute. But you also need your naps. Yeah, <laughs> but we... <laughs> <laughs> like, but I also need my naps! Yeah. Listen, every <laughs> job I've had since I moved back here, I'm like, I just want y'all to know that the last job I had in Tampa, if I had a very long day, I would go into a private lesson room, soundproof. Yep. And um, I would take a nap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm literally, I literally am like a baby. I will get very cranky yeah. when I don't get sleep. So mm-hmm. that's just, I love that uh, analogy you just gave me because... That's just me.com. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Because I think that, and again, it's just so funny how, like, I don't even know. I want to be like, the media says this. Yeah. But, like, people, like, have these, like, obscure, like, ideas of a placement. And it's just, like, because people, I hate it. My biggest pet peeve is when people just will generalize and say, I hate Geminis. And I'm just like, I know. I do not have time for this conversation. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but a lot of times people will be like, oh, Leos are so, like, extra. And it's like, have you actually talked to people with Leo placements? Have you gotten to know them? Like, they, yeah. like, Leos are the biggest sweethearts. They're so giving. And they are, and they are. Gracious. Loyal. So gracious. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so, like, they're the sun. Yeah. They're warm. <laughs> they're inviting. Yeah. They give life mm-hmm. and it's just like I don't know I you'll never catch me saying I don't a like this particular statement of, I don't like this particular sign yes yeah. I mean 
some I get along with easier than others. Same. But Agreed. I'm not going to be out here saying I hate this or that sign. Yeah. And especially Absolutely. if it's just a sun sign. No. Yeah. So I have a detail-oriented, structured of processes and a loud personality. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the generalized? I do. What I wrote for you. Literally, give it to me. I'm Assertive, so mm-hmm. yet flexible and fun, and a natural leader. Can somebody put that on my LinkedIn? Yeah. You know, I yeah. put. <laughs> you should. Yes. I An astrologer told me this. Uh, yeah. No. Am I okay? So according link, to my birth chart. According to my birth chart, I am. Yes. No. So LinkedIn now has like taglines. Yeah. You know, you have a. You know, my name, Heather Clark, and then underneath, it would be specifically maybe your title, your yeah. niche, your whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to put because I said, I thought to myself, I'm, I'm so much more than just this tagline. I'm fucking sicker than the average. And so I just wrote on my LinkedIn tagline, sicker than the average. Yes. And I was like. Um, I would have you immediately. <laughs> I'm like, I'm currently looking at your 10 pounds. Oh, no, right you're now. fine. And so it's just so funny because my cousin, who is very active on LinkedIn, and she has this, like, amazing job via tech and all this stuff, and she screenshot it. Kristen. Yes. <laughs> it's my cousin, Kristen. Yes. And she screenshot it and sent it to our cousin, like, chat, and she was like, Heather, your LinkedIn tagline is fucking killing me. And yes. I was like. I literally, I'm dead ass. Like, yeah. I'm so dead ass about it. It's not even funny. Like, I, I, like, yeah, I can laugh at it and think it's funny and I can find the humor in it. But at the same time, I am sicker than the average. You're honest. You, know, like, <laughs> I was you like, can't not be. There, you know, like, I'm a person who I have really figured out through the years. Like, I know exactly what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Like, I know exactly what, you know, jobs to apply for. I know exactly, like, where I need to be headed mm-hmm. and what my strengths are. It took me a really fucking long time to figure that out. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to apologize to scream it from the rooftops because it's been forever to yeah. figure out. Like, it's been a solid 32 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for real. So, yeah. for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm sicker than the average, whatever. Yeah. I don't really care because I have a fantastic job now. <laughs> Now, yeah. and when people see it, I hope they chuckle, yeah. I hope they look at it, I hope they're intrigued, and I hope they click on my page, and yeah. that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Those, and I'm like, I feel like that would be me, man, because... That would be really, really tough. Like, yeah. I'm a private person, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just just because I am loud and I am, like, you know, I'm that Leo rising and yes. I embody everything about it, I do really try to keep a lot of my, my stuff private, too, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to just, like, my love life and how I choose to navigate that. Mm-hmm. So, are you smiling really bad? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you're smiling really I'm big. smiling big when you said your love life. Yeah. Um, and it's, and I'm smiling because uh, your Jupiter, which is your planet of luck, mm-hmm. um, lands in your eighth house. Eighth house is a Scorpio energy. Mm-hmm. Even though, but it, your Jupiter is ruled by Pisces, which again, Pisces is very much the unseen, 
illusions, delusions, all of that type of mm-hmm. daydreams. Dreamy, yeah. Yeah. And then in a in a pla- in a house of Scorpio, Scorpio is the underworld, the you know, you know, quote dark and mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, like most of my friends are Scorpios or have a major Scorpio placement, mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll be a week, two weeks before I even find out what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you have like a placement like that in your eighth house makes sense as to why you would I I wrote down my note for myself you're somewhat secretive yeah yes um you have an innate sense of who you are and who you want to be Mm -hmm. and you possess the powers of a healer and a mystic Ooh. yeah I always kind of felt that way yeah um I think you're very intuitive and I think that you maybe don't give yourself enough credit for how intuitive you actually are yeah um, especially with that Jupiter and mm-hmm. Pisces mm-hmm. in the eighth house. That mm-hmm. is hard, hard, hardcore, like very intuitive, very um, sensitive. And it's not yeah. like, oh, crybaby sensitive. You're yeah. sensitive to your environment. Yes. Yeah. If an emotion or a mood mm-hmm. changes, you're feeling it. Yes. Yeah. I, and that's um, that's really been a focus for mine because for me as of late and I would definitely say for the past like four months or so mm-hmm. I've really been focusing on if it doesn't feel good like going back into my my feels yes I've always been in my feels because you know that's just who I am but really like bot like like keeping I started reading the body keeps score oh my god such a good book I have not Ooh. finished it like it's heavy and it's that's why I have not finished it. That's why I haven't finished it because it's yes. so heavy. It is. I have to. I actually have to take that book in doses yep. because 100%. it's so much for me. And for me, I'm like, I can't even go there. Like, I have to do this and that, and I can't be crying. And people are like, Why are you crying? And I'm like, I'm Just read book. this book. <laughs> yeah. No, but it do. I have to take it in doses because the body does keep score, and mm-hmm. I. So, the past three or four months, I have been saying, does it feel good? Like, yes. does my body feel... Like, how is my body responding to things, people, places, everything? Mm-hmm. If it's not good, if it doesn't make me feel good, mm-hmm. I'm out. I yeah. have to be out. Yes. Like, I can't... The tolerance is, like, disintegrated. Mm-hmm. I don't have it anymore. If it doesn't make me feel good, yeah, I have to go. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. And that's, like... Okay, you know, I'm a, I'm a massage therapist. Yes. Yeah. And, like, the amount of people who are so detached from their bodies mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they'll be like, oh, I didn't know my calves were tight. I'm like, really? Because you have a cramp in it right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like, oh, I didn't know that my neck was so sore. And I'm like, you literally have, like, 20 knots in your scalings. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Like, but mm-hmm. they, but we like become so desensitized yeah. to our own being and our yeah. own selves we that we all become we're so many people are so cerebral. Yes. And in their heads and not in their heart and in their yeah. gut. Yeah. That's why I always tell people I'm like, follow what your gut says. Your gut will tell mm-hmm. you like what you said. It will tell you if a decision or a person or a situation feels right or not. Yeah. You just have to check in like with check your in gut with your feeling. body. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it can take for someone who 
is so naturally cerebral like well, myself yeah. yeah and like we are society made us that way yes. society said think first then feel later yeah you know think logically and don't forget feelings yeah that's how we were especially women yeah so oh. that's how we were we were conditioned mm-hmm. but at the same time um i really feel that um more and more people are starting to kind of be open to um natural healing yeah and so i do invite um more conversations on the commercial level in the media level when it comes to astrology yes because for me it is very personal mm-hmm. because it has allowed me to give myself language to describe my feelings mm-hmm. and get my point across so I feel understood. Yes. No, that's beautiful. And yeah. so that's why it's so important to me. So I hate when people just like, even like guys that I've like talked to, you know, never dated, but just like talking stage and like has immediately just like dismissed that or has like given negative kind of connotation. I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. I'm like, because you a don't know and if you don't know get curious yeah i need to get curious i have to get curious mm-hmm. i crave getting curious yes it could because i if i don't i don't know shit about shit this is how i feel about my life i'm the shit but i ain't shit at the same time yes <laughs> that's me yeah i have to walk around this bitch like if this is if if the powers that it. be created me in human form. Yeah. Because trust me, in my next life, I do not want to come back in human form. In your next life, you're going to be an Aries, just so you know. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Did I, yeah, yes. An Aries. Yes. That makes sense. That checks yeah. out. So, but I better be an Aries well taken care of house cat. <laughs> yes. I, I don't want to come back yes. in human form. No. I'm done in human form. So I told myself, in you my know what's interesting you saying that yeah uh, i recently saw a tiktok i love tiktok i, I send you tiktoks yes yeah, um, we go heavy in the tiktok sending that people who choose to not have children oftentimes this is their last life as a human form because oftentimes children are karma and you're Ooh. like i'm done i'm learning my lessons in this life my karma is ending here and also capricorn saturn rules capricorn rules karma yep so that's interesting. Yeah. That you're like, is. oh, I'm done being a human now. No, I'm done. Yeah. And Aries is the start again. Which Which is interesting that you're like, oh no, I'm like wrapping it up, we're ending it. Like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Human? We're start a new kind of cycle. Yeah, I better be bu- I better be a fucking bunny. <laughs> I better be cute and small. <laughs> I think bunnies are probably Aries. They're born <laughs> yeah. in the spring. Yeah. They're born in the spring. There you go. I'm fucking Peter Rabbit. So, no, I mean, but honestly, to circle back, just of of the the, um, intuitive healing um, ness of myself, like, that really has been so Mm life-changing for me, and, like, people can try, I have had a lot of past relationships just, like, pop out of the woodwork and out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. um... And it's just, you know, setting that boundary of, like, we can be cordial. Like, I have no ill will towards you and the crappy situation and how this ended or if that, whatever it it may be. For me, it's more or less of just, like, well, this is my boundary. And the moment I presented the boundary, it's instant ego response. Yes. Of, like, well, it's not that serious or Mm -hmm. it is what it is. 
And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, well, I didn't need the sarcasm in that tone. Um, I am simply just stating this. There's, I said, I'm not, and I say this each and every time, I'm not mad. I'm not anything. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Like, if should we go forward? Yeah. This is what it is. This is my boundary. This is it. Yeah. And it's it's often presented with so much ego. Mm -hmm. And the moment that it's not presented or received with ego, and it's received with, like, cool, I appreciate that. Well, you're a fucking good person anyway, so let's just, like, be chill and cool and have conversation. The moment someone fucking does that, then I'm going to fuck with you. Other than that, I'm not yeah. fucking with you. Yeah. Because I'm not, it I, it's not an ego battle here. And yeah. it doesn't feel good. Girl, it doesn't feel good. And yeah. I'm in the, if I don't feel good, forget about it. Yeah. Like, I am in the place of receiving. Mm -hmm. I feel like for so much and so part of my life, I've given and given and given and given. And I, I like, do this. And I projected, like, oh, if I do this, then they'll definitely do this. And I gave and I gave and I gave, mm -hmm. thinking one day someone's going to reciprocate in the same way I want them to reciprocate. And that took a huge fucking, like, lesson and moment for me and time to be like, no one is going to treat you like you want to be treated unless you start telling them, like, this is my boundary. Yes. This is, like, yes. this is what it is. If you are not A, B, and C, if you are, if this is what's happening and it's always presented or it's always received as like huh, okay well all right well it's not that you know and it's just kind of like okay and I laugh and I can chuckle at it and we can literally end it there because what other conversation do do we need to have mm -hmm. should it not be progressive like babe this is improv you should be a yes and if you are not a yes and get the fuck out yeah <laughs> because life is improv for yeah. me you know what I mean? Like, it is. So, I'm like, if you're not a yes and, you gotta yep. go. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And I find it interesting, too, that you uh, said learning astrology has helped you find the language mm -hmm. to express your feelings and emotions yes. and things like that. Mm -hmm. Because you're Gemini. You're moon and Gemini. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. When... A moon is in an air placement. Mm -hmm. It's cerebral. I think about my feelings. Oh, I do. Yeah. All the time. Yes. Like, oftentimes... Honey, that's why I smoke weed. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I smoke to weed help, to like, turn, turn that, that off. off. Yep. I smoke oh, yeah. weed to turn my brain off. Yep. yep. Okay? Like, I ingest and I have been a cannabis user since I was fucking 15 years old. I do not endorse anyone... Let's be very clear. I do not endorse anyone to start smoking cannabis at 15 years old. Yeah, absolutely. But I did, and that's the time I lived in, and it is what it is. But there is a reason why I do. I am a more patient, kinder, and understanding person mm -hmm. when I am a cannabis user. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I think the world would really continue uh, to appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Am I my business? Other than that, honey, I'm a Gemini moon. I have to smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I have uh, to. Yeah. Have to. Because, like, literally being a Gemini moon, you have to 
also talk about your feelings. That mm-hmm. is how um, a lot of Gemini placements get it out. Yes. They have to talk about what they're I have to talk it feeling. out. Yeah. I do. And also, your moon is in your 11th house, which is oftentimes your community, your friends, um, hmm. which um, I wrote a note. You feel very comfortable and secure with your friends and your friendship. Oh, oftentimes yeah. to the point where it's like, they're your family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my friends really are my family. Mm-hmm. I didn't live near my family for 15 years. Yeah. So, like, I made them my family. Yep. And now my uh, roommates from college are my family. Yeah. Yep. Like, my roommates after I my big breakup and my really good friend Jackie, mm-hmm. she's definitely family. Like, yes. we have just established such solid bonds that, like... And isn't is Jackie yeah. a Sagittarius? She is, yeah. Which I find interesting because your Venus isn't Sagittarius. Yeah. Which makes sense why you would love her so yeah. much. And I'm not even meaning it, obviously, like, in a romantic way. It's like, yeah. you, like, oftentimes your Venus is, like, also who you have so much love for. Mm-hmm. Is that energy. Yeah. 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 I have um, a friend of mine who is a triple Sag. Yeah. We could talk all day long. I love his energy. He's just good people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I literally think textbook astrology, I should hate you. (laughs) Textbook astrology. I should hate this triple Sag, but actually, I'm really into it. Well, so Sag and Gemini are actually sister signs. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense as far as your emotional well-being and your friendship bounces off well with that Sag energy. Mm-hmm. And they're a fire sign. And Leo, yeah. your rising is a fire. Yeah. But yeah, technically your ego and your sun would say hell no. Yeah. But, yes. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a fire sign. I actually, truly, out of most men I've dated, I would say 85% of them are fire signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to be, like, kind of narrowed down into Mm -hmm. that fire lane, which makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Like, also with that, as far as, like, yeah, your Venus is ruled by fire, so you'd be more attracted to that. But it also lands in your fifth house, which is a Leo house. Okay. (laughs) So your Venus is amplified through the lens of Leo and Sagittarius. Can you expand on that? Like, what do you mean? Yes. So, each house is ruled by a pl- um, a sign. Mm-hmm. So, Leo rules the fifth house. Okay. So, if you take the qualities and the energy of Leo, the mm-hmm. qualities and energy of Sagittarius, and then put that into how Venus is expressed, that is what you get. That is how I read birth charts. Some people might hear this and disagree with me. Okay. But that is how I feel. Okay. Got it. Um... And you definitely need someone who can keep up with you, which is fire usually. Keep and, up yeah. with me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yes. I'm yes. sorry. I'm so, like, dramatic. But it no. is so true. No, like, like they you're need, giving me taglines, babe. But, you're giving me taglines that it's like I've said it in my head over and over again. Motherfucker, keep up with me. Yes. Figure it out and keep up. But that's the thing. Like, you need someone... Who you literally say that to, and they say, bet, challenge, accepted. Yes. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can keep up with me now. Yeah. Yeah. 
for yeah. sure. And especially Absolutely. with your Mars being in Aries, hello. <laughs> Every competition, who hi? Yes, hi. I love competition. Yes. I mean, well, I mean, I see sons. you with your orange theory shit. You're like, I made it to this level <laughs> and this, and I'm, and I'm always like, damn, okay, okay. It is. It is a. I have to. I have um, teetered the line of. Um, like friendly competition mm-hmm. to like real life competition and I you know I competed when I was a kid too and mm-hmm. I loved to win I loved that feeling mm-hmm. I love winning who doesn't love fucking winning yes. that's fucking everybody yes. like, you know what I mean who yes. doesn't love that feeling that's just like a human feeling mm-hmm. but I would get so like dialed in and so detailed yeah and so disciplined so it is I love routine I thrive on structure so at 605 on Monday Wednesday Friday on Saturday I am at Orange Theory and I am working out as Mm -hmm. of late I've just like life and all those things that I've like training for this new job and I'm kind of getting back into it and Mm -hmm. I've been doing like evenings because I've been staying up later and things like that and Mm -hmm. like I have actually learned to uh, give myself more grace with my ebb and flow with okay. that as well. That's but, good. Um, thankfully, that's that's also still a work in progress. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I love group workout classes. Yeah. I'm never going to be that solo dolo person at the gym. Mm-hmm. I've accepted this yeah. because... I want someone next to me. Yeah. I want, because yep. subconsciously, yep. she or him, her, whatever, they they are keeping me accountable, mm-hmm. and they are, like, motivating me, and then, you know, I love seeing a bitch 50 pounds less than me, and I'm fucking killing it. Yes. I hate saying that out loud, but it's so true, but, but I love it. Truth. It makes me feel so strong. Yeah. It just makes me feel like... See, like, you're just as strong, you're just as good, like, mm-hmm. all this, all that, like, self-doubt talk that mm-hmm. I would have yeah. with my Gemini moon, just being so, like, analytical, yep, yep, blah, 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 yep, in yep. my head all the time, I'm like, see, like, I can fucking do it, yep. and then some, yeah. and still kick ass, yep. and still have this extra 30 pounds I need to rock off, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah. it makes me feel strong. Everybody's like, you're so disciplined. You work out all the time. I work out because it makes me a nicer, kinder, more patient person. And it makes me feel strong. And that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And I want to live, a, I want to have heart healthy, long life. Girl, preach. <laughs> that's all I want. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. long life. And I like, I want to live for as long as I possibly can mm-hmm. in this shitstorm of a world that we're living in now but I really do it's just yeah. kind of like always been my goal so that checks out mm-hmm. and then can we talk about north nodes and south nodes and what that means because that's highly misconstrued as yes. well as mid heavens yes. okay so um north node and south node is so that is what eclipse season you were born during okay yes. yeah so, um, it is believed that your south node is what you were in your last life. My past life. Yes. Okay. So, yours, and they will always be the opposites of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, your south node is Libra. 
It's always Why so are you funny with, I, because I I love Libras. I've always befriended. Mm-hmm. Li- I befriend pretty much everybody. Yeah. I can. Yeah, I can. Um, but Libras have always just, I'm like, oh my God, why do you care so much? Because they care so much. And maybe that's my ego with why I find the approval of others so high. Lindsay. Yes. So your south, so your south node is what you go into this life feeling comfy doing. It's what's comfy. So my south node is Leo. Mm. So, I was a Leo in my last life. Mm-hmm. That's my only fire in my entire chart. Whoa! And I have no problem being a fiery bitch. Yeah. Like, that's true, that's true. But, and I swear to God, like, the universe was like, oh, let's, like, pour lots of water and earth on that <laughs> shit. Like, they were like, oh, no, 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 she doesn't need any help. Yeah, she's good, she's good, she's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. Like, don't give her any Aries placements. I know she's a Pisces. Like, no, let's just keep it. No. But um, it's often, like, what you are comfortable falling into the pattern of, which would be people-pleasing. Yeah. Wondering what everyone else is thinking. Mm -hmm. Very analytical. Mm -hmm. um, Excuse me. Maybe hard for you to make decisions sometimes. Yeah. Very. And I know that's a very... Major life decisions. Libra stereotype, but it's not in a bad way. They just, like have to analyze every possible outcome of what could happen. Yeah. And then your north node is what things you need to learn in this life to evolve to the next. Okay. And it's not even evolve to the next type of thing. It's like what lessons are you meant to learn that are going to be difficult and tricky. Mm. So in your north node is Aries. So you are like learning friendly mm-hmm. competition and mm-hmm. being independent and yeah. speaking your mind and being like I am who I am and I don't need to apologize and mm. like you know and sometimes that energy might not feel comfy to you no it's not yeah but like yeah. that is what you are meant to learn yeah. in this life it's not a comfortable thing but I've learned over time that I, I if I assert myself more mm-hmm. and I establish that then I find the outcomes to work in my favor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, asserting asserting myself, I feel like, maybe to the outside world or maybe to people who know me on a personal level, mm-hmm. family, friends who've known me for years and years. Um, I think they would say, uh, well, Heather is always going to speak her mind. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I'm not asking you what I want. I love that. Yeah. And there's a really big difference. Yeah. I'm always going to give you my give opinion. Give you my opinion. Because you're a Capricorn son. Yeah. <laughs> and your Mercury is in Capricorn. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you my opinion. Yes. But that doesn't mean I'm not having a hard time telling you what I want. Yes. And that's a nuance and it's really a challenge for me and the fact that like it's hard for you to tell people what you want and what mm-hmm. you need is very interesting with your mercury being in your sixth house again because virgo is like very they don't tell you what they want and need mm-hmm. even though they are ruled by mercury mm-hmm. they are of service mm-hmm. that virgo like and that's why i was finding it interesting earlier when you were like I would do all this stuff for people and I wouldn't get it in return. That's your ego. 
yeah. being in your sixth, your sun, your mm-hmm. ego being in your sixth house of a Virgo energy. Checks out. Yeah. Doing things for people that they're not asking for you to do. Yeah. And they're not going to give it back to you because they didn't ask you to do that for them. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so you're, and it's funny, your midheaven is also in Aries. <sighs> That's right. Yeah. So, I haven't read my own birth chart in months. Yeah. Just because I like, I don't know, and you just forget sometimes. Um, yeah, so Midheaven, I love Midheaven. I love Midheaven, and Midheaven is often lost. Yes, it is. So I'm, I appreciate lost. you asking. Yeah. So Midheaven is um, what was going down. Like, so, right, your rising is like what was coming up on the horizon. Your Midheaven is what was going, what, what is that? I guess what was descending? Yeah, descending. During, yeah, yes, de- during your birth. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, and oftentimes it is your public persona mm. and how you perceived on the internet mm. and mm-hmm. your work. So oftentimes what kind of work you should be doing is based off of your midheaven. Like if anyone ever needs like career help and they feel like they want to look to their birth chart, Look at your 10th house ruler. Look at your midheaven. Absolutely. So mine is an Aries. Yes. God, I have so much fire. You need to be the boss. I have to be the boss. (laughs) Okay, so I love... You have to be the boss. (laughs) I have to be the boss. So here's the thing. My grandmother, I love my Nina. She, um, I'm going to see her in a couple weeks too. So this is on my mom's side of the family. I just, like, just to establish. Like, Mm -hmm. I talk a lot about my, like, the Clark family. I think... Um, and because they're here, you know, but my mom's side of the family, it has influenced just like my spiritual path Mm -hmm. in so many ways. So it's just so funny. But my Nina, my grandmother, we call her Nina, she gave me a t-shirt when I was like 19 or something. It was like a birthday. I don't know. She would just gift me things. She's just a sweetheart. Like a grandma. Like a grandma. Yeah. I can't remember the occasion, but it was a shirt. It was a t-shirt that says, I'm not the boss, but I know what you should be doing. And I was like, whoa, that's me. Like, And she was like, I know it's really big, but I figured maybe you could wear it to bed. But I just saw that quote, and I just thought, that's my Heather. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) And I was like, that is the fucking truth, Ruth. Yes. Because I am not the boss in most occasions, but I definitely know what you should be doing. Yes. And in my mind, I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Why yeah. aren't you doing this? Yeah. You know? Yes. Uh, what's going on? You should be doing this. This is your job. This. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it checks out. Yeah. Yeah. But oftentimes, even, yeah, like, the midheaven is how, because people always are like, your rising is how people perceive you. Oftentimes, it's your midheaven. It mm-hmm. is through that lens that people perceive you. Yeah. Which is often very complimentary to your rising. Yeah. Um, cause like your rising is Leo. Mm-hmm. Like those are complementary to each mm-hmm. other. And mm-hmm. like, you know, mine is, I'm a Capricorn rising with Scorpio midheaven. They're very complimentary. Of very complimentary. Yeah. So I like, love me a Scorpio. Oh girl. I, I die for Scorpio. Like, I love. I, my bachelorette party, mm-hmm. we did my, I had a maid and a man of honor yeah. and they decided to have, um, a Zodiac night. Oh, I love them for this. Yes, it wasn't even my. I was like, I don't want to make people do astrology stuff, but they're like, um, hello, hello, this is you. It's you that we're talking about. Um, 
three out of the seven were Scorpios, and then one is my best friend. She has a Scorpio moon. Like, literally, all, like, all of my friends either have Scorpio or Taurus, and they're big three. Like, it's like, you can't... I have a few friends who have, like, other placements, obviously, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. I love Scorpio yeah. energy. And I don't know if it's because I'm a double Pisces, like, I'm a Pisces yeah. sun and moon, with that Capricorn energy that's, yeah. like, I can be sensitive and hard like them. Yeah. I don't know, but... I love Scorpio placements. And Scorpio rules my, also my house. Can we debunk a myth? Yes. Okay, about Scorpios? Are you, what myth are you going to say? That they're always great in bed? Uh, sure, I've never slept with a Scorpio. Yeah. (laughs) But, but, um. It is a debunk, let's debunk that myth very quickly. Yes. Because... Just because you're a Scorpio son does not mean that you are going to be this fucking sex god, sex porn star god. Okay. I wish that your listeners could see your face. Okay. While you say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be if very wanna, honest. Here's the thing: if people want to find a some freaky sex, find someone who has Scorpio ruling their fifth house. Okay, honey, find a Taurus. I find Tauruses are so underrated when it comes to the lover and sex category. They are passionate, mm-hmm. sensual but lovers. You know who? You know what planet rules the Taurus? Who? Venus. That makes so much fucking sense. Yes, Lindsay. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So, let's go ahead and debunk the fact that Scorpios are the greatest lovers, and they're the greatest in bed. No, no. bitch, get you a fucking Taurus. They are the fucking best in <laughs> Or bed. Taurus. Or in any sort of Taurus placement. Yeah. Honestly. But I'm saying, remember, Mars is how you fucking how you fight. That's true. Or Taurus Mars. Woof. <laughs> but that makes total sense, that because I have, like, I have impulsive, like, I also um, relate to... Mars as, okay, yes, we can say it's the fucker fight category, mm-hmm. but it is, I always say, it's about the action. How are you taking the action that you mm-hmm. need to take? Like, and sometimes people are like, I can't believe you fucking did that. And I was like, yeah, girl, I don't know where that came from. And that impulsivity is very Mars Aries. Aries like for me. Oh, like, that's absolutely. the Aries part of I, me. It's like, I will have impulses. Like, I will have fucking wild night and people will be like, I'm sorry, what'd you do? And I'm like, yeah, girl, it is what it is. Moving on. Can I please read to you what I wrote? (laughs) Yeah. Physically active, spontaneous, and a bit impulsive. Your energy is most naturally, uh, I don't even, can't even read my own own handwriting. Um, And your best, your energy is best used in adventures of the higher mind, travel, education, and publishing. Yes. But also, yeah, I wrote impulsive. Yeah. Under the Mars Aries category. Yeah, yeah. I am. I can be. Yes. I do have those sentence tendencies. Now I am very Earth when I'm like people are like, I want to go jump out of a plane. I'm like, no, I have no, no desire. Know. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna turn forty and jump out of a plane. Yeah. I guarantee you that. Yeah. That's not happening. But I do have like <laughs> impulses. Influenced by mostly... Cancer mainly rules most of your 12th house, um, which also cancer is... um, Interesting. Mother energy. Well, my mom is a cancer. Yeah. 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 Um, Which, yeah, that 
That is interesting. That's um, very interesting. But oftentimes, like, your 12th house... 12th house is ruled by Pisces. Oh. So it's the delusions. It's the mm-hmm. unseen. It's the daydream. It's the drugs. It's the mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like... And I'm not out here saying if you have those placements, that's what you're doing. But no. it is interesting, though, that you do have an empty 12th house. An empty 12th house? So even if you have a house that's empty, it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you. It's just not something you're supposed to be learning from in this life. Interesting. So I have no planet placement in my 12th house. No. I didn't know that. Yeah. So each person. Oh my God. Each, Lindsay. <laughs> um, you just fucking blew my eye. I never knew that. So oftentimes if you have like, so I forgot to bring up this word at the beginning. Okay. Um, the word stellium. Oh, okay. So stellium means you have three or more placements in a certain either sign or house that are in the personal planets. So, for example, I have a Capricorn stellium in my first house. Okay. So first house is Aries energy, yeah. and then Capricorn energy, and then those placements inside of that house. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be learning literally myself. Like, because Aries' um, word is I am. Yeah. So it's like, who am I on? Mm-hmm. In I have my Venus. I have my Mars. I have my Mercury. I have all those placements there. And it's just, but then I have empty houses. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, my fifth house is empty. <clears throat> so that is, like, friends. Or, I'm sorry, no. It's children and family. It's like, I don't need to learn from those things. Got which Which uh, technically isn't true because my family teaches me lessons daily. <laughs> but I think that's some other placements I got Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. for example, you have a, which I put in um, your asteroids and stuff, too. That's fun. Um, we will not go into asteroids. Okay. But you do have an 11th house stellium. And you have a fifth house stellium, which, um, fifth house is the Leo energy, mm-hmm. and also, um, family, mm-hmm. and it is sex, also. Fifth house is, like, uh, like, children and sex and family and all of that, and then, and it could even be, like, nieces, nephews, siblings, all of that. Mm. And then your 11th house would be your community, your friends. Um, 11th house is ruled by Aquarius, so that is um, the humanitarian. Mm. So maybe you need to learn some things around those two. Yeah. But if it's empty, then it's not that it's not going to be a challenge in your life, but you might not have to focus on that energy that, as much yeah. in this lifetime. Well, let me just say, as a person who has a family history of drug and alcohol abuse, mm-hmm. I have, over the time, um, have really been very appreciative of <clears throat> my um, ability to kind of pause and reevaluate my consumption. Yes. Um, because there are times in my life where I'm like, um, am I drinking? Like, I'm able to kind of pause and kind of just analyze, like, Mm -hmm. am I drinking because I want to and it's fun? Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, or am I drinking because I'm not wanting to 
feel this. Yes. Um, same with cannabis use mm-hmm. as yeah. well. I mean, I regularly drink alcohol. I regularly induce cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, either, you know, smoke, vape, edible, whatever. Yeah. And that is my life. That is just who I am. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for me to just like be very open and out with it and very comfortable with that Mm -hmm. I think because of my family history of just like alcohol and drug abuse Mm -hmm. um but I continue to thank the universe to not give me that that um challenge in this in this lifetime because um I know personally and I have personally witnessed so much struggle with um, substance abuse mm-hmm. and with um, with drugs and alcohol. So yeah. I I do like I, there's been months at a time that I've been sober, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just to chill, chill, and yeah. keep my mind, you know. I and this is coming from someone who has a DUI. Like, yeah. granted, that was in my fucking driveway, and that was a shitty situation. But oh my, yeah. <laughs> But it happened, and it happened to yeah. me, and it launched 30 Paws. It launched my Saturn return. Mm-hmm. It had to happen. My DUI, my arrest, all of that hardship I went through, that had to happen. Mm-hmm. Because it was my Saturn return. Yeah. It was like... Your wake up. My almost. wake up. Yeah. It was my wake up. Mm-hmm. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is not you. Yep. Reevaluate. Yeah. What What are your wants? What are your needs? Mm-hmm. And, and that really kind of launched it. So I talk a lot about that in season one of the, of the podcast mm-hmm. and kind of my story and how this all evolved yeah. into what it is. Um, but I love to hear that it gives me comfort, an odd comfort. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. You know, that it, it does give me an odd comfort because I just witnessed so much pain and struggle. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, I am glad to hear that. Yeah. According to your chart, it seems yeah. like you should be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It just, you know, it's just reassurance. And that's mm-hmm. essentially, sometimes that's what astrology is for people. Oh, yeah. And, like, I always say, like, you can't, like, people always, like, predict the future. And it's, like, Meh. I don't know what you're going to do with this thing that might happen to you that's your choice of how you Mm -hmm. choose my friend I was talking to her who was visiting and she like helped me give a good example of Mm -hmm. like um she was like you know people oftentimes think like astrology can predict the future or this or that and it's like I can predict patterns because the planets go in patterns correct that's all it is you're reading literally like, that's why, going back to, like, it is math. It mm-hmm. is, like, a science, if you will, of, yeah. like, okay, the United States is in their Pluto return right now. Mm-hmm. And shit is going down. Mm-hmm. And literally, everyone's, like, I mean, like, astrologers making jokes, like, who could have predicted it? Oh, the astrologers. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the United States, like, if you look at the pattern of other major, you know, empires... When like, they had I don't know, Rome? Yes. <laughs> when they had their Pluto return, shit went down. The fall of Rome was the same time as a, like, yes. it's the same, it's the same astrological, like, projection. Yes. And it's the same timing. Yes. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah. Thank you. And I try to view, I'm, I'm trying to view this 
Pluto returned to the United yeah. States in a positive way. I'm like, I I'm hoping I'm that really it trying. means, yeah, shit is going to go down on right. how everything has been mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a rebirth, because that is what Pluto is. It represents rebirth. Yeah. And I'm like, hopefully it will be a rebirth to the better good. To the better good, yeah. It, I have to, yeah. I have to give him just... You know, obviously, the fact that our human right was taken away. Uh, absolutely. And it's unfathomable to yeah. think about. And I still, I think about it every day. Yeah. Every single day. Mm-hmm. There's not a day I don't think about it. I mean, collectively, probably for a few hours a day. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And um, it's just so jaw-dropping, like, no. You just kind of want to constantly be in that state of, no. No way! Yeah. Because we weren't conditioned to think as such, or mm-hmm. we were conditioned to think of such way, and then we had this revelation, and we read books, <laughs> and then we figured out science, and yes. then we figured out, oh, okay, this is actually a human right, and we should, yeah. should stand for this. It is so unbelievably unfathomable, but at the same time, like, not it, is, surprising. it behooves me, it's not surprising, <laughs> And it behooves me to just continue to improve my own self. Okay. And this is like a deep theory, but yeah. I have, I, I, I can't control that aspect. Mm-hmm. I can speak and I can advocate and I can donate money mm-hmm. and I can offer my couch. I can mm-hmm. do all of these things, but I cannot control that decision. Yeah. What I can control right now is my happiness and my growth and my life path. I feel like when I'm able to focus on that, And I'm able to individually get better. Mm -hmm. I think, and I can, I can share that. Mm -hmm. And when I continue to share that, I hope that inspires other people to do so. And then I hope it's a ripple effect. Yeah. I am one fucking human being. I wish I could fucking walk into this United States and just be like Hercules. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. Because I would. Yeah. In a heartbeat yes but all i can can do is control my controllables right now and how you react to and how i react to it i don't know what's gonna happen next it is a brave new fucking world out there yeah truly yes not just the book (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is scary it's daunting it's all of the things and it's all of the feels but i Mm -hmm. just intuitively continue to tell myself like control your controllables and how you react and how you treat people and yep. how you want to be um my legacy kind yes. of circling back to yeah. that like my legacy and how I want I want even if I don't procreate and I yeah. don't have kids on this planet I want my legacy and that's fine if I don't I've come to accept that either way yeah but if I don't, then my I want my legacy to fucking stand and be loud as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I want people to understand that, like, we can do things, but we can only do so much. Yeah. And I don't want people to, like, stress themselves out or, or, or stretch themselves mm-hmm. out to a point of, like, 
uncontrollable, like, unhealthy patterns. Like, stuck in fight or flight type stuck of Stuck in fight or flight mode. Yeah. That, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't doubt that. Yeah. Astrology doodads and 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 before we, I want to get, uh, I want to hop into questions. Yes. So I, anything like you want to like I wanna share say one more or, thing okay. about your chart and okay. then ask away. Okay. I do want to say, according to what I have read, you might meet the person you're supposed to be with via traveling with family or friends. Okay. On travels. On travels. Yeah. On some kind of traveling thing, because of where it lands. Okay. In Sagittarius, your person isn't here. <laughs> I have always known my person is not here in yeah. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Thank you. <laughs> I have always known that they might, but they okay, or they might be here passing through. Yes, but they're not from here. No. No. Yep. I've always known that. Yeah, I've always known that. I have developed a. A very fantastic balance on how to actually date my in my adult life and in my 30s mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of tapping into that because I finally figured it out I finally feel like I have this mindset mentality and like the heart to be able to like reach out and expand my horizons in that sense mm-hmm. and um yeah, it's been good. Good. Yeah. Look at you being secretive and sneaky. But <laughs> <laughs> me being all secretive and sneaky. Yes. What is it? Scorpio is in my eighth house? Uh, no. What is it? I'm um, sorry, all the houses. No, no, no. Er, uh, Scorpio rules the eighth house, but your Jupiter and Pisces is in yeah. your eighth house. Yeah. So this is, my, this is my theory on dating, and this is what I've learned mm-hmm. <clears throat> through the years. And... I mean, for the record, I have only actively dated for 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of time. Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. I'm a late bloomer, yeah. as you know. Yeah. I never had a boyfriend in high school. Me, I didn't yeah. lose my virginity until I was 18. I was 20. I was 19. <laughs> was I 19? Like... You know, you have sex and you're like, the cherry didn't pop, and you're like, did my did, did I lose my virginity? And then you have sex the next time, and then your cherry pops, yes. and you're like, oh my god, what happened? You know what I mean? Uh, 100, my, yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. To a T, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, I don't know, which one is it? Which one is the real deal, and which one's not? Yeah. So, that's my journey. That's funny. So, anyway, so, very late bloomer. Yeah. I had, and I was very asexual in high school. Mm. I had no really interest in guys yeah. or, like, having a boyfriend. I would have crushes, of course. Mm-hmm. Crushes, the, no, I'm heterosexual, you yeah. know, like, I'm attracted to men, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it just wasn't a thing for me, and I didn't care, and I'm moving Did to Florida. Did you go to school in Fort Wayne? No, I went to school in Ohio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Either yep. way. Yep. Yeah. It does. Checks out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. No hate to men from those places. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no hate, but. No, High schoolers but you know what? in those places. No, no but I, let me just be really, 
break it down. I graduated with 88 people in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, one black kid, maybe like three or four Mexicans. Everybody was white. Yep. And um, white boys don't really perceive me as sexy because back then... Britney Spears, no hips, ultra low rise jeans, yeah. hip bones, and flat abs were cool and sexy. I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't cool and sexy, but I could sing, dance, uh, tumble, cheer, and I wasn't all around just like a fucking funny person. Mm-hmm. So that's how I navigated through high school. Yeah. So it just wasn't an interest of mine, mm-hmm. like at all. Yeah. I got to college. Kind of same deal. Yeah. Honestly. Then I met my very, like, I would say first serious boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we dated from the time I was 21 to 26. Okay. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Super toxic. Like, learned all the things. Um, learned all of the things. Learned all the things. A lot of my Aries came out very impulsive. It was very abusive. Um, and there are things and mistakes and things that I've done that I regret, and that was a hard lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we had, had a pregnancy, mm-hmm. I lost it, that was the catalyst of, like, the ending of our relationship. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I would say, like, a year and a half later after that, I went home from work one day, and all my shit's gone. And I was like, cool, cool, awesome. And I didn't even fucking care mm-hmm. because I was so done yeah. and I was so done done mm-hmm. that I'm like, honey, you can take everything. If I just have the clothes on my back and knowing that you're out of my life for the rest of my life, that's all I need. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. So it was so toxic. Yeah. It was so damaging. It was so like repeating of generational curses oh. and patterns. It yes. was bad. Yep. Bad. You yep. know? Yep. And mm-hmm. so the universe blessed me mm-hmm. with that abortion that I had to have. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And after that, like, I literally just started dating. So I just started dating yeah. at 25, 26 years old. Yeah. Like, I just started doing that. So now at 35, like, I kind of have, I have established. Your like, code. Of. My code of what I need, what I want, what I want in a lover and a mm-hmm. partner and all of those things. I've established what dating actually means. Yeah. Modern dating, meaning dating multiple people. Yeah. That's what dating is. Yeah. You know? Seeing um, what you like. Seeing what I like. Knowing that I'm talking to him and him and him. And we are all having fantastic conversations. And this is my life. And I get to choose between my man funnel mm. and whoever <laughs> whoever is the candidate that is highlighted the most gets the most delicious heather treatment you could ever fucking have in your life <laughs> and that's what dating is yeah and i'm figuring that out at 30 fucking five years old mm-hmm. at 35 i've finally fucking figured it out some people don't even figure it out at all Girl, that's what I was so just I am so thankful. Yes, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that this is what that means. Mm-hmm. I can, I can date. Yeah, like multiple people at multiple times, and I can do it safely. Yeah. I can do it um, 
I would say, uh, consciously, mm-hmm. I'm able to do it on a healthy level, and that's what really what dating is, mm-hmm. and that's what men have been doing for two, three hundred years, uh, ladies. Yes. These motherfuckers have been doing this for years, so why can't I, why can't we? Exactly. So I just really try to um, keep an open mind with that, but at the same time, none of those motherfuckers live here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm going to tell you that right now. I believe you. None of them. Okay, so we have questions. Yes. I posted it on my own personal page, and then, of course, the 30 Paws page, so we're going to kind of go back and forth. Okay. Um, I have one follower said, how do we get our birth chart reading by Lindsay? Oh, well, um, you can go, so you can go to my Instagram. Which we'll, of course, tag in the episode. Yes. Um, you know what? There's an underscore somewhere and I should probably know it. Yeah. It's okay. Luna Mar underscore astrology coaching. Yeah. Um, and reach out to me. I am also doing an astrology one on one oh one class mm-hmm. that is all donation based next week on the thirteenth, eight PM Eastern Standard Time. Oh that's great. Yeah. Um via Zoom. Okay. Wants to join can join. Okay. Um well like obviously I need their contact, you know. Obviously. To give them the invite. But um I'm going to go over, try to keep it as 101 basics as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cover all 12 of the signs and kind of give a general explanation of each of them. Mm-hmm. Give a general explanation of elements, modalities, and I'm just going to cover the big three. Mm-hmm. I really want to do like coaching to help people really understand their chart. I love that. Do I feel like I mean? that's very niche, and that is allowing self-study. Yes. And self-study is always, I feel like, the best when it comes to us in our 30s, especially because I don't want to be tucked to this assignment or obligated to circle back to this meeting at, you know, Wednesday at 7 p.m. or what yeah. have you. A self-study is, like, a self-discipline. Like, you're going to get what you put in. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. I think that's Thanks. a really good idea. Yeah. So, I'm going to, I haven't, I'm going to do group coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more affordable. And then I'm going to do one-on-one, where it's literally, like, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. of your entire chart. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to teach you what Jupiter means in your chart. What yeah. the seventh house really means in your yeah. chart. If you have a heavy fourth house, what does that mean for you? Yeah. And really helping people understand, rather than just giving a general reading of, oh, you have these placements. Well, anyone can look that up on any app or any... Or any website. Yeah. Anybody, let's be very clear, can too. Read anybody chart. can read your birth chart. Yes. Anybody can look up your birth chart. If you know your birth time, place... And birth date, obviously. Yeah. But um, it takes a lot of analysis and a lot of brain power to mm-hmm. really analyze your chart. It's taken me years, and yeah. I obviously, by yeah. our conversation today, 
we have, I'm still learning about things yeah. about my chart, so it's very complex. So yes. I feel like someone to coach you through your chart is very smart because that's where you can allow yourself the discipline, like the self-discipline with no due dates and like, you know, yeah. you don't have like flashbacks of like a paper, a 12 page mm-hmm. paper due at 8 a.m. in college or whatever. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that same feeling. Yeah. And yeah. so with the one on one, if that's what this person is wanting to do, it would be um, a four month long program. Mm-hmm. And we would meet twice a month. I love that. And it would just be like some sessions might be 30 minutes, some might be two hours. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. I'm not going to, like... Short, yeah. Abuse someone's time. Or, yeah, like... Yeah. But, like, I want it to be, like, a learning Mm -hmm. process more than just, like, oh, you might have... You're independent and you're funny. Okay. I already Mm -hmm. know... Like, you know, most people, like, I already know that about myself. Cool. Right. Explain it to me more. Like, why am I that way? Or, like, why am I reactive? Or why do I feel like the victim? Or why am I this? Like, you know, so... But that's, I guess, a really, really long answer, too. Yeah. It just allows people um, to navigate their astrology um, education on their time. Yes. I think that's amazing that you're offering that. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. And also, it will help them when they read other people's charts, too. 1,000%. 1,000%. Like, what I'm offering will also not only help you figure it out. I love that. Thanks. One, um, and then the, ta- the, the afterthought was, she said, no questions, just need some positive energy. Oh, yeah. I always find that anyone who is, like, just in need of positive energy, I don't, this is, I'm just gonna, like, throw this out there. Mm-hmm. I have a segment on the show called What's Really Good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. what's really good is just, like, things that, like, feel good and are good for me and I share and that's essentially that's as easy and as legit as it is yeah so that's why I knew you like Linda's yeah Linda's pick yes oh by the way Lindsay brought me um (laughs) Linda's pick from Trader Joe's so hence the last episode of what's really really good is Linda's pick and this is um the pass uh, New Zealand marble Sauvignon Blanc. I, you know, I don't fuck with uh, Sauvignon Blancs that aren't from New Zealand. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. thank you. You're um, The California Sauvignon Blancs, to me, are trash, and <laughs> someone tell me different. Yeah. No, I will not. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> not me. Uh, not the next me. question, I love this question. How does a st- astrological pairing differ in same-sex relationships, hashtag gay rights? So, he, I think he essentially is asking, like, is there a differ in same-sex relationships? Or maybe is it because commercially we're presented with, with opposite and sex relationships and... Yes. Um, I don't think it's any different. It's a romantic relationship. Yeah. Um, that is, I also, I, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, there is gender put onto astrology, and I do there not is. use that. Okay. So, water and earth. Technic, or, like, uh, in ancient astrology, is feminine. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, and I hate it because it's, because they're more quiet. They're more reserved. They're emotional. And I'm like, have you, like, 
it so I don't yeah so yeah. I skip that part usually and then mm-hmm. like male energy is fire and what air yeah they think they're analytical they're quick to anger so I don't I don't use those the masculine and feminine fe- feminine energy in, when I am working with astrology I don't really care okay yeah because that to me is like a societal thing that was put onto astrology a cultural condition yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. because like for me example like my whole chart is Capricorn and water with yeah. a dash of Aquarius okay. I'm very like outspoken any opinionated yeah. and stubborn and whatever and those are quote male traits so mm-hmm. I don't think it matters what kind of relationship yeah. you're in um as far as same sex, non-binary, mm-hmm. heterosexual, whatever mm-hmm. type of relationship it is, I agree. like the romantic yeah. relationship, it doesn't. Yeah, I feel like um, like we need to welcome more fluidity yes. when it comes to um, gender and sexual identity. 100%. And for me personally, just because I am a white hetero female Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I'm constantly embodying all of the stereotypical white hetero female uh, stereotypes. Correct. Right? So I would never want that to be put on someone else, you know, whether gay, straight, bi, or indifferent, you know? Yeah. Um, So thank you for clarifying that. I think that's a really big uh, myth to debunk Mm -hmm. in astrology and and, um, numerology as well. Another one says, my sign is commonly, commonly, excuse me, I can't talk. <laughs> it's this Linda's choice. Linda got you Linda, lit. <laughs> Linda got me lit. Linda always does me good. Okay. Um, also, can we yeah. let everyone know that it's Linda with a Y? It's Linda with a Y. Thank you. <laughs> I love It's that Linda word. with a Y. Do we even Come know correct. Do you know who she is? I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. Linda doesn't, Linda actually doesn't know her impact, and (laughs) I kind of love it that way. Yes. Honestly. Mm -hmm. I think it's best for Linda. Honestly. She's about to be famous. I don't know if she can control the impact. And, you know. All I know is all all of the white wine that she has chosen from Trader Joe's is about to be, like, gone off the shelves because of you. Linda! <laughs> Linda's running out. Yeah. The stock is low. Stock up, folks. Okay, I love that. Um, <laughs> the next um, question yes. is, I find this really funny. I, I know, I think I know what she means. Okay. So let me just verbatim say what she said. Okay. And then let me translate. Uh, um, my sign is commonly marginalized. Wait, can I guess what her sign is? Go ahead. I have, is she a Gemini? No. A Scorpio? Those are usually the two most hated. Those are the two most hated, I agree. Third, maybe Pisces. This one is a fire. Leo? Sag. Oh, okay, I was like. Yeah. This is actually my college roommate. This is actually really funny. Um, but I understand what she's saying, so I know her. Yeah. So, my sign is commonly marginalized. What's the best way to navigate commonality and truth? 
Okay. So, I don't know if I would use the word marginalized, but I would say, like we mentioned before, negative stereotypes. So, how do we debunk negative astrological stereotypes and commonalities versus our truths? Um, It's kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning, where I was like, I... It's not fair to judge someone based off their sun sign immediately, Mm -hmm. period. Because we are so much more than just our sun sign. And, um, what was the question? Like, how to tell... How to kind of differentiate... Between... Between the the stereotypes and the truth. Or what's the best way to navigate? That's the question. What's the best way to navigate between Um, the commonality... If someone is having an issue with her stereotypes is she having an issue with her stereotypes okay yeah you know what I mean like yeah is she personally bothered by these stereotypes that people are putting on and just mm-hmm. kind of I guess being comfortable with that that yes um yeah. so like I'm gonna give an example like I'm a Pisces mm-hmm. Pisces are whiny victim babies mm-hmm. oftentimes stereotyped and mm-hmm. quote, is that truth or common or whatever? Sure. It can be true if yeah. you're not evolved. Right. If you don't take the time to realize, hey, I do fall into this pattern sometimes. I do maybe whine a lot or I am victim mode sometimes. So maybe just like analyzing, she should like look into like the parts that maybe she doesn't like that people stereotype her to yeah. be and understand where inside of her that she might herself not like that that's kind of deep yeah but like, it is you deep, know what I mean but like, it's true I, there's it's hard for me to admit the the negative my dark mm-hmm. my dark my shadows yeah right? your shadows yeah we are it's hard each for sign, us to each, admit this the shadows yeah each we don't want to talk about it we have all we yeah. have all we all have light and dark. So it's really important to um, accept the dark. Once I've accepted my dark, then I was like, "Well, it is what it fucking is, and this is me, and it's not great." Yeah, I don't love sharing that I care what other people think. Yeah, I don't love that. Yeah. That's actually really embarrassing. Yeah, and very I don't, and you. very yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I'm just like, well. It's do I do and it that is a struggle for me. Like mm-hmm. my, you know, um, uh, for a lack of better words, my my public persona is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Sue me. And it just is. And that's your midheaven being an Aries. And that's <laughs> that's my midheaven being an Aries. So essentially, I would just say maybe own it. Yeah, because yeah. Like, and if it does bother you, learn how to f- navigate. Yeah, yeah, make it better. Like, because I had a roommate in college, and she's still one of my really good friends. And she is an Aquarius. She's an Aquarius sun, Aries moon, Aquarius rising. She is no bullshit. And she like hit me with some shit that I like couldn't handle, mm-hmm. and was like, "You complain and whine all the fucking time. What the fuck is your problem? Like, just stop it." And it was like hard to take mm-hmm. and like guess what stereotypically if you look at my chart 
Capricorn with water placements, whiny, baby, victim mentality, all of that. And she literally forced me to look into myself and be like, why am I complaining all the time? Why am I, like, whining and being the victim? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And, like, that's why astrology is so great. Like, look into why, you know, if, if this person is Sagittarius, like, maybe they're thinking of, like, you know, people stereotype Sagittarius as being, like, impulsive. But, like, also view that as a great thing. Because you don't sit there and overthink everything before you yeah. do it. You just do it. You just do it. You follow what your body says. That, you follow yeah. your gut. And you just do. And then you and then you deal with it later. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't know. Appreciate that about yourself. Yes, yeah. Start loving that about yes, yourself. Yes, Like, damn, can you imagine people if they rethought that most amazing moment? Yeah. I would never rethink it. I just did it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, embrace that. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, for example, like, my sensitivity my whole life, I hated that I was sensitive. And only in the past few years have I truly learned to embrace my sensitivity. Because mm-hmm. I always thought it was a curse. Yeah. So just the stereotypes. It's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And it's how what you do with it. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Another question is, is there any significance to having all fire signs <laughs> as sun, moon, and rising? This you is from This is from a friend um, that we're just literal virtual friends. Mm-hmm. And I just introduced her. It's so funny. I just introduced her to her birth time. She just found out her um, birth time. Okay. The biggest hiccup I find from other people is that they... Um, would love to know their birth chart, but they don't know what time they were born. Yes. Some people are able to find that out, and some people are not mm-hmm. able to find that out. So if you are able to find that out, then you have your full-blown chart. If you're not, then you're not. Yeah, but there are ways to, like, navigating it and figuring out Yeah. what could possibly be at least your rising sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not have that skill yet, mm-hmm. um, but I do know of... Others. astrologers who have that skill okay um because gotcha. like for like but yeah uh if their big three is all fire fuck oh. yes get shit done you're mm-hmm. like li- like that's all i hear get shit done get shit done make it like, happen yeah yeah they're go-getters yeah like through sure. and through like it's even to the point of like oh the dryer just went off okay i'm gonna go get the clothes on the dryer i'm gonna go take it upstairs. <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and go and fold them now yeah Versus just, you know, someone who might have more yeah. earth and water might be like, eh, I'll get it when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. So. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I think a lot of times, because of the popularity of astrology, that the debunking of myths is really important. Mm-hmm. And the knowledge of your birth chart is so yeah. important. Mm-hmm. So important. Yes. Because it... It, it just kind of undermines all the other noise yeah. and stereotypes that we want to obviously get rid of because I don't want people to think I'm some egotistical, like, bitch. I, bitch. Yeah, like and Cap- I'm not. Like, yeah. And Capricorn is always looked at Every, as like, yeah. oh my God, she's such a bitch. Yeah. There's a fine nuance between, because I am a kind person. Yes, yeah. I'm kind. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be nice 
Kind and nice. There is a difference between kind and nice. There is a huge difference. And I'm not going to, like, be overly nice. I'm just so nice to you. I'm no, 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 nice. Like, I'm not no, 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 nice. Nope. But, because that's not my personality, and I'm not going to be somebody who I'm not, but I am a kind person. Yep. I am a cordial person. Yep. I am never going to be, like, viciously rude to someone. Yeah. You no. know, unless they fucking deserve it, oh, and I will. Absolutely. You know, but other than that, like, but I'm kind, but I'm not friendly. Yeah. I'm not nice. Yes. In that sense, and there's because nice is making sure everyone is all comfy. Right. It feels good. Right. No. Yeah, I'm not concerned with others anymore. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that's it. That's an obvious. That's that's an obvious. So, um, any other astrology myths you would like to debunk? Mm. Now that we have fully established, like, my birth chart, this is probably, I would honestly say, this is probably the most, besides, like, a few other episodes in season one, this is definitely the most, like, vulnerable, um... Of me that I've been. Like, in regards to on just, like, a personal level. Yeah. Um... Because I have that, what is it, my Scorpio in the 8th house? Your <laughs> I forget. Your I Pisces is in Jupiter in your 8th yeah. house. Yeah. Also, my Pisces moon is really good at helping people just figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I really, um, yeah, so I, I do try to um, balance. Yes. Like, just the fine line of, like, sharing my vulnerable self, but not... You know, I think sh- oversharing, you know, too much. And for me, it's just really important that, like, it's always done in the most, like, real and raw way. Mm-hmm. And I always just want to be um, very open with, with, like, listeners and people. And just because me, I love sharing my story because it's so cathartic for me. Mm-hmm. So selfishly, I do that. Um, but at the same time, like, I love the way it just opens doors for more conversation and more vulnerability and and storytelling. Mm -hmm. And so, I love that you came on and that you literally came and approached me with this idea. I think it's so, um, important for people to just really truly understand, like, what is this astrology junk? Yeah. You know, like yeah. the junk. You yeah. know, it's like, I feel like such a boomer because I feel like that's essentially what society perceives it. And it's, and in my opinion, it's because astrology lends to self-reflection mm-hmm. and that's real hard for a lot of people. That's real hard for a lot of people. Yeah. And it does. It lends to self-reflection and a lot of, um, inward work I call it doing the work and a lot of times a lot of times you know people just don't even start the work because they don't even know how to get to the work they don't even know Mm -hmm. what the work is they don't even know like you know they They don't even know they actually have to do work exactly yeah exactly and so I really appreciate you coming over thank you for having me I appreciate choice like uh, now that the (laughs) you know episode is over um, but yeah it's been it's been a minute yeah. So I'm just so thankful that you Me did too. this and that you kind of debunked like astrology myths. Yeah, yeah. Also yeah, yeah, yeah. like knowing that this is 
this is like a part this is a part of my personality like this is a part of my my spiritual journey this for is me your journey. and um if you ain't about it then log off period period thanks for coming thank you yeah